Hello, my name is Andy Rickles. I am a spiritual director, and I'm also the director of youth ministries at Huffman United Methodist Church. I'm talking today about praying through major life transitions. Sometimes when doing a podcast or a teaching, it may be because I have training or skills or knowledge that make me uniquely qualified to speak on that subject. This is not that. This is me, a 47-year-old man and father who is in the middle of major life transitions, just trying to talk through some things that I'm trying, some things that maybe have been helpful to me and and hopefully will be helpful to somebody else. So last October, this is, it's May of 2023 right now. Last October, my oldest daughter got married. Within a few days of that, my son moved out And since that time, he has gotten engaged. And my youngest daughter, two days ago, graduated from high school. And in a couple of months, will move about an hour away from us to attend college. Life comes at you fast. That's not just a a slogan from an insurance commercial. It feels like something that is true, that we're reminded of. We know in the back of our heads, but sometimes we are slapped upside the face, as it were, by that reality. And my wife and I are are feeling that right now. We're feeling change. We're feeling the excitement and the grief a little bit of becoming empty nesters. I've never had to be a father to people who don't live with me. Um, And so I'm having to learn to do that. And to be clear, all of these major changes that my kids are going through and, and thus I'm going through are good things. You know, they're figuring out their lives. They're they're finding their people. They have the courage to try, to move out, to get married, to go to college. And those are all wonderful things. But some days, I'm sure if you've ever been through any situation like this, you can agree. Some days, that's a lot. So what kind of spiritual practices, what kind of spiritual mindset can help us through those things? I think there's three things that I can kind of think that I've tried to focus on. And so I just want to lay those out and then uh, and then I'm going to close with a prayer that I wrote for our graduation honoring at church that I wrote for our graduates, one of whom was my, my youngest daughter. First thing I, I think it's important is to be honest. Now, I think you should always be honest in your prayer. Our God is big enough to handle negative emotions uh, and difficult questions but maybe more so than any other time when going through a major life disruption or change, be honest. When it's difficult, say that. It's okay to say that. When you're excited, say that. Be honest. Don't try to hide the things that you feel and certainly don't try to hide those from God in your prayers. The second thing is to be grounded. For me, what that looks like, one of my spiritual practices is being in nature. I like to hike. I do a little bit of running. Continuing to do those practices has been very helpful. Those particular things for me help me kind of get out of my own head a little bit and be swept up in thoughts that can swirl around and make make days pretty difficult by getting into nature, getting on my feet, get my body moving that becomes a form of prayer for me that grounds me back in to the moment. 
And that could be literally any practice that you find helpful. Breath prayer would be great. Journaling, whatever practice it is that feels the truest to who you are, uh, that helps you feel at home in your own body and in the world around you and in the moment, lean on those. Lean on those. There's a, a poem by Wendell Berry called The Peace of Wild Things. It's okay to stop this podcast right now and go find that and read it. It's wonderful. But I read it almost daily because it's grounding to me. And our prayer life and our spiritual life, that's one of the benefits is is that it can ground us in the day-to-day and in the moment and not let us get overwhelmed by all the things that are changing and the questions we have about what our new life that we're moving forward into is going to look like. And the last thing I would say, and this may be the most important, and again, this is something I think is important in all of life, is to be grateful. Even though the the changes that, that my family is going through right now in some ways are difficult and a little scary, ultimately they're good. My children are growing up. They're finding they're people, they're entering into relationships that will define their lives. They're making decisions about who they are. They're learning who they are. Those are all wonderful things. And it's okay to be grateful for those things. We should be grateful for those things. And we should be grateful for the day-to-day things that help us to, to find joy, uh, whether that's your partner, our spouse, whether that's your family or friends, Uh, whether that's a great meal or a great song or whatever, be grateful. And as you learn to be grateful in those things, I I think, and because I've found this in my own life, that you will learn to be grateful for all things, even difficult things. In a session with my spiritual director a few weeks ago, as he closed our time together, and we had talked a lot about these major life transitions, his prayer by saying, thank you, God, for the chaos And that has stuck with me because chaos is difficult and it's scary, but it also means that life is happening. It means that, in my case, it means that my children are entering adulthood. They're taking the steps that they want to take to to figure out who they are as people. And that is a wonderful thing. And so even even thanking God for the chaos feels true and, and resonates with me. All of these things can be difficult. Change is difficult and it's frightening, but it's necessary and it's going to happen. If you're not in the middle of major life changes right now, I hate to tell you, but it's coming for you. And I think we all know that. But we don't have to lose our spiritual mooring. We can stay grounded and we can stay grateful and we can be honest And we can find not only that we're able to survive these times, but that God has things to teach us, that the divine will still be present in us and we will still be present within the divine. And that's a beautiful thing. It's part of life. And all of life is fodder for our spiritual lives. And so I encourage you with that, that when change comes, and it will, to stay grounded, to stay grateful, and to be honest. I'd like to close, like I said before, with a prayer. This was the prayer that we we prayed in our church service the other day, which honored our graduates. I prayed it for our graduates, but also for our congregation, our church family, and any changes they may be going through. 
And so we'll pray this, hear this prayer. God of endings and new beginnings, give us peace. When our hearts race and our anxiety rises, let us know that the journey we are on requires that some things must end so that new and beautiful things can grow in their place. Give us courage to take steps that seem scary and difficult into a more loving future. May we trust that we are held in divine love even when life is hard. Let us be formed in the way of love. When we see division, let us forge unity. When we see injustice, give us the capacity to love those who are unlovable. May we always remember and identify with those who our society says have lesser value. Let us be grateful for our experiences, for those that have been with us along the way, and for those who have shaped us. May we even be grateful for difficulty and what it can teach us. In this moment, as we consider the journey so far and where that journey is taking us, let us hold on to love. Yes, we need faith to know we are part of a holy and connected family of humanity. And we need hope that our future together is one of peace and generosity and kindness. But let that all be rooted and grounded in love. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.